0: One, two, check one, two. Is this microphone on? It sure is. Welcome into the Overreaction Sports Podcast. I am your host, Joe Miller. And as always, you can find me on Twitter at Joe Miller Wired. Super thankful, as always, that uh, you guys are joining me for my show after the Buffalo Bills uh, go down and defeat to the Baltimore Ravens um, in a game that was different. you know, it's funny. I was driving to the game with my, with my dad, my, my dad and I go to a lot of these bills games together and uh, we're, we're driving to the game and we're going through all the scenarios. Right. So what we expect to see, what we could possibly see, you know, Josh Allen, you know, has the potential or, or could maybe, you know, take over this game. So as much as Lamar Jackson is the guy that everybody talks about, you know, being dominant on the ground and like the way he takes over games and, you know, has hundred yard rushing games and, and, you know, he throws the ball, all, not all over the field, but he throws the ball well and consistently and effectively, or I should say efficiently. You know, there was, I'm, I'm telling my dad, I'm like, you know, there's a possibility in this game that, you know, Josh Allen could be that guy today. That he could, he could take over, you know, going back to the Dolphins game last year where I think Josh, rat, Josh ran for 100 yards on the ground and, you know, accounted for five touchdowns. I was like, you know, that's not, out, that's not outside the realm of possibility. Like, Josh has that ability. You know, then there's the whole, well, it could be a defensive battle, or, you know, it could be a high-scoring affair, or, you know, it's going to be more than likely... And we saw it everywhere. You know, nobody predicted 45-9. to nine. Nobody predicted, you know, a 50-burger being put on either team to three. Um, so, all of the predictions, no matter who you look, listen to, no matter... You know, outlets, media outlets, you know, whether they were picking the Bills uh, or they were, they were picking the Ravens, it was always somewhere within four points, five points uh, 24 to 21, uh, 20 to 17, uh, 17 to 14. Like all the scores seemed to be close. But for me, you know, I said to my dad, I said, you know, what's funny about this whole stupid thing is we all sit back and we devise or we read stats, stats that only matter till they don't. But we read all this stuff and we listen to all these pundits and these you know experts and there's a lot of people out there that know a lot about stuff. And we get our own ideas or thoughts and feelings and, and, and impressions of how we think a game is going to go. And more than likely, and this is to land the plane, what, what I said to him was, and more than likely the game is going to turn out nothing like we dreamed of or no, nothing like any of us thought. And sure enough, this is where we sit. This game turned out nothing like I thought. It turned out in my dreams the way the defense played. Like you know, if the if the defense can show up and and put in one of the most solid efforts, this defense has not only put up but one of the most solid efforts that Lamar Jackson has seen put against him. You know, I, I felt that we would be well on our way at that point. And as far as the offense goes, I, you know, I did not foresee, I thought we were past this, right? So I, th- I thought, I thought we were beyond this. So there's, there's a, there's, there's a moment for me as a dad, I've got, I'm a dad of two girls and you know, you, you discipline your kids. If you're a good parent, you discipline your kids and everybody has different versions of discipline and everybody thinks differently about how to discipline kids. And I wouldn't say that I'm the strictest disciplinarian, but I'm also not, you know, I don't I don't look my 12 year old in the eyes and go, do you really think that that was the best way to act today? I think you can be better like there's there's consequences for your actions. And there's there's an aspect of growing these kids to become useful parts of society. Like that's what I feel like. And and, and, and I'll be honest with you. The greatest thing in the world for me is being a dad. There is nothing There is nothing more fulfilling, nothing more rewarding, nothing that I love more than being the father, and specifically the father of two girls. D- do I wish I had a boy? Yes, I wish we would have had a third child and maybe had the chance to have a boy. Um, but I can't complain. My girls are awesome. But all that to say this. I thought we were past this. So I feel like the dad that like has the kid that, does the whatever it's wrong thing, whether it's bad grades and you finally have the come to Jesus meeting, the heart to heart. And, you know, we're right. Or, or we're good on this, right, son? We're good on this, right, hun? Like, you're not going to do this anymore. Yep. Yep. Dad, I promise I'm not going to do this again. And then, you know, they're really good for like six months. And then lo and behold, they tell a lie again, or uh they sneak a little money out of the top drawer again, or they sneak out of the house again, or they take the car without permission again, or they come home late again. Like that's what I feel like happened today. I feel like, you know, it's like like we've had the heart to heart, Josh and, and Brian Dable. Like 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 you guys we're good, right? And and they're like, Yeah, 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 we're good. We got you know, we we know, we got it. Like, promise it won't happen again. Promise. And here we are. And I think th- I think there's an important takeaway even as I, I didn't i don't have that analogy i'm totally just spitballing that wasn't in my notes for this game i, I think there's i think there's there's an important takeaway when you think of it like this like like i just did that with any progression any generally speaking it's not you know it's not a perfect and precise you know always 100 percent of the time there's times that some teams don't regress there's times that there's 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 many times that a team won't necessarily take a step back when they're in the middle of a progression but I think it's it's definitely the you know the two steps forward three steps forward one step back situation so you know we took three steps forward we had three three wins in a row three solid wins in a row one against a great defense one against a solid team and now we've taken a little bit of a step back and I think that's okay and even as I say that's okay, you know, I, I turn my head sideways a little bit. Like I think that's okay, I tilt my head sideways. But the offense today just seemed to be flat. I, I, I can't, I can't think of a better word besides just flat. Like there just wasn't don't know I don't know, what the, I don't know what the, there just was the, the, there was a lack of fire in the belly there was a lack of desire in the gut there was a lack of you know we're gonna win this game I'm gonna win we're not only gonna win this game I'm gonna win this battle on this play like I am gonna put my guy in the ground and the dude is not getting up off this turf when I'm finished with this play there was just there was just it just seemed like there was a A little bit of a lack of desire, like it it, it seemed like I don't want to say dead legs, you know, hockey teams. And obviously we got we have a hockey team in this town and, you know, you've got teams that come out. And for some reason, and it's funny because like uh, Sega on their NHL games used to do it. Like sometimes if you played a Sega season, like one day randomly, all of a sudden your team would come out and have dead legs and they couldn't skate. They couldn't skate. And that—that it kind of felt like what happened. It was almost like, yeah, you know, we just had a 10 day vacation. Everybody got to go home and see their family. Some people probably went to the beach and came off a really big win on Thanksgiving. Did you see it? Did you Did you see that win? Like, did you see, like, you saw it, right? Like, you saw what we did to the Cowboys? on the, You saw that, right? Pretty cool, huh? That was pretty cool. And I don't want to say that there was a lack of preparation because it's literally the tale of, of two different sides of the ball for the Bills. Like, the defense was lights out. And the offense just was kind of like, yeah, did you, did you see what we did Thursday? They 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 talk they were talking about it this morning. Like they were talking about that that Josh Allen fumble where he dropped the ball on fourth down and picked it up and then like like flipped through the line and like threw that guy in the ground like to get the first, you saw that, right? Like like right. It just seems like for me the offense came out today kind of in that same headspace. Like did you did you did you see that? Did you see that game? It was pretty good, right? It was pretty cool, huh? Sweet, right? So I just felt like there was just <sighs> I felt like they just came out flat. I felt like I've been seeing it on Twitter and I, I agree with it. There's a lot of people that talk Bill's football. From people that are paid professionals to people that are like me, just hacks out here, just having you know, conversations with you guys because you guys are willing to listen to me and I appreciate it. Seems like everybody's kind of in the same space, though, that everybody's like, you know, this, was the, this, this wasn't Josh Allen's fault. And I'm, listen to me when I tell you this. Josh Allen played a, a bad football game today. Josh Allen, if I need to spell this for you, like J O S H A space, A-L-L-E-N, space, like had a H-A-D, had a bad, Josh Allen did not play a good football game today. Josh Allen, did he did not play a good football game. But he didn't get much help either. Like he got, he didn't get much help. So when I say that like there's, and everybody else is saying it too, that there's kind of blame to go around, that's really kind of what happened today. I mean, he got little to no help from his offensive line at all. Like, Josh got hit today. And and granted, give the Ravens credit. They're a great, not a good defense. They're a great defense. I I told you guys last week, and I'll get into it here in a second. Actually, I won't. I think I've got... I'm thinking I'm wanting, I'm wanting to talk about different stats, but you know the Ravens defense, I'm just gonna give these back to you from from my last show. You know the Ravens are Where's my notes? Oh uh You gotta be kidding me right now. So I'm flipping flipping through pages of notes. I don't remember where they went, but they were from they were from my last show on uh Friday. Just talking about the defense, uh, the Ravens themselves, as far as where they rank uh, in the NFL. And they're like top 10 in almost everything. Like, oh, here it is right here. Ravens Ravens defense was actually on the opposite page that I was looking at. I'm an idiot. Ravens defense, ninth in total defense, sixth against the run, 13th against the pass, fifth points against. That's a tough defense. So give the Ravens some credit. But when we talk about what happened today, when we talk about this game, Josh Allen played bad, but he didn't get a whole lot of help. And it just felt like there was just a super sincere, just lack of drive, right? And I, and I don't want to say like they didn't have the will to win because that's like telling, ugh, you don't want to tell a competitor that he didn't have the will to win because that's probably enough to make him drive to your house and punch you in the face. So if there are by chance any Buffalo Bills listening to this. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying you, you didn't have the will to win. It just seemed like I think everybody would agree it was just a little flat today. And I think that's OK. I think there's I think we can, I don't think we can expect, you know, the greatest show on turf every single time a football team hits the field. I think there's going to be letdowns. I said that there was a comeback to earth game coming for this team. I don't know if this was it. There could be another one. But if, if it looked like this was the offense coming back to earth, I would say it probably was you know they missed tone setters early and i don't you know i don't know i don't i don't know where these came from josh allen said in his presser that he was pressing in his in his press conference that he he felt like maybe he was pressing early it was i know that it was at least the first two series if not three series or 3 and 4 and 4 and 5 series where he tried the deep ball and missed kind of bad missed and almost on every single occasion the receiver was open so it wasn't a situation where he missed and the receiver was covered anyway or blah, blah, blah. Like the receiver was open and Josh just missed him. But I don't, you know, you miss a tone setter like that early. And I just don't, I, I, I don't know if that's him. Like he said, pressing, like trying to set the tone of the game. You know, we're going to run the ball, run the ball. I think it was third and two or third and three in the first series and he th- throws it out there 60 50 yards or 45 yards whatever it was and he missed i think john brown was the first one so i don't know if there's a i don't know if that's him i i'm sure that he gets the ability the opportunity to execute the play however he sees fit or how he sees you know the 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 play unfold right so it's not a situation we're not living with josh allen who's cut down to one read or cut down to two read no this is the play that i have called and regardless of what the coverage is or what you see, you're going to throw it to this person. We've lived in that offense before. That's not this offense. Josh Allen gets the play, and he's free to execute the play however he sees fit or however, however he sees it unfold. So I don't know if these are design plays. So saying that, I don't know th- if this is Dable. Brian Dable saying seeing something or game planning different. Oh, you know we're going to do something they're not expecting, and we're going to throw a bunch of deep passes early just to set the tone. And if we hit them, look out. And don't think that that doesn't happen because it was widely announced and it was widely talked about before this game that Lamar Jackson does not throw outside the numbers. Will not. Like if you go back and look at his film and his tape, he does not throw out he he does not like to throw outside the numbers. He's not accurate outside the numbers. He will not throw outside the numbers. Guess what Lamar Jackson did today? He didn't do it well. It actually kind of failed a lot. But Lamar Jackson put on tape today. For the whole world to see, I can throw out or I at least will try to throw outside the numbers, so there was game, there's matchup play, right, so there was a little bit a little bit of chess going on, and I don't think that that chess was necessarily for the bills. I think that chess was for the Patriots on Lamar's part or on the the, the Ravens part. I, I for the chiefs or whoever else that they're going to be playing coming up. I think that that was them putting on film, you know, it's catching up to us that Lamar likes to stay inside the numbers in the middle of the field. So we're going to put some balls outside the numbers. Therefore, they have to respect us outside the numbers as well. So that's so. getting back to Josh, I'm not sure if that's what was going on there or if it was just Josh, like he said, kind of pressing and being like, you know what, I'm going to throw the ball deep. And then just kept missing. And it was hard because like, it's national TV, and I know they don't think about it being national TV, but if, you, if there's a game that you don't want to lay an egg, this is like the game, right? Like, rough. And it's not helping the narrative that you can't complete the deep ball when you keep throwing the deep ball and you keep missing bad. Like, you're not missing by a little. You're missing – you're just not missing – It's just it just was not good. And at some point, that's like where somebody needs to get a hold of the kid and be like, stop, stop doing that, right? But Ale- Josh said he was pressing a little bit, or he felt like maybe he was pressing and it hurt us early. Like it really there was no rhythm to be found in this off offense. There was there was no rhythm, there was no like you're playing against a team that blitzes a lot. Josh Allen was hit today uh more than he's probably ever been hit in a professional football game before. And where's the quick pass? Like I don't like they're blitzing and he said in his press conference picking up the blitz wasn't a problem and identifying that the blitz was coming that wasn't an issue. Well, Cool, Josh, if that's not an issue, why is the ball not coming out fast? Why are you still waiting for 15-yard routes to develop? Tom Brady beats the Blitz because he recognizes the Blitz is coming, and then he chucks the ball seven yards down the field as fast as he can to Julian Edelman, who's wide open because all the linebackers have avoided the space. So there's a little bit of, like, I'm just lost on some of this stuff. But Allen was bad, so... You can write whatever narrative you want. I don't, I don't really care to talk about it. Allen, Josh Allen didn't play good football today. But people don't always, they, you don't have your best football game every game. Like, they're going to have bad games. But like I said, he didn't get much help. The offensive line didn't help him. He was hit, like I said, more than he's ever been hit before. And I'll be honest with you, his wide receivers were not great today. Were not great at all. There was a lot of times as I was sitting in the stands that the crowd was screaming, just throw the ball, throw the ball, like as he's standing back there. And as I'm looking around the field, because I had that much time to look around the field, nobody was open. And it didn't happen like twice. It happened a lot today. And this isn't a new narrative, and we're going to talk about that in a second, because that's actually, frankly, one of the things that, I've, that, I'm, that I'm overreacting to. So let me read. let me, let me, get, let me get to what we want to talk about today, which is obviously your tweets. And y'all were chatty today, bro. Y'all were super chatty today. Like, I hope that I hope that the most interaction that I'm going to get on these things isn't in losses, because that's not that's not the life I want to live. I want I want to live a life where you guys are chatting me up. But I got a bunch. Uh, how many did I get today? One, one, three, four, five. Uh, I got like sixteen tweets from you guys, you jokers today. You guys were a little bit, you guys were interactive, a little bit chatty. So I'm going to read some. I'm going to read some tweets. So if this is what you tuned in for. Buckle up, because you're about to get him, Buttercup. Uh, Saxa Dave, who is a uh, friend of the show, uh, Dave uh, tweets at me all the time. He says, overreacting to Bill's Twitter, we're 9-4. and Before these games, we all said, beat the Steelers and the Jets. We can still do that. We fought the best team in the AFC, possibly the NFL, right right down uh, to the wire. We saw two great Ds, one great O, one average offense O. Starting field position was the difference. He's right. One of my other overreact- overreaction points is actually in this tweet, and I'll talk about it in a second, or I should say in a few minutes when we get there. But no, this is, this is it. I, I put that tweet out this week, and it got retweeted, I think, 20-something times, and it got liked like 300 times. Like, If the Bills come out and destroy the Ravens, it does not define the, the, the narrative for the rest of the season for the Buffalo Bills, nor does it define the career that Josh Allen's going to have in Buffalo. Also, if the Bills get beat this weekend, it's not going to define the narrative for the rest of the season, nor is it going to define who Josh Allen is as the Buffalo Bills quarterback for the rest of his career. Like this, if there was a game to throw away, it was this game. So we are definitely overreacting. The Bills are 9-4. and four. Whatever you're thinking, whatever you're feeling, if it's not positive right now, you can be a little just disapp- Man, I'm disappointed. Man, I'm disappointed. And I am. Don't get me wrong. I'm disappointed. But if you're feeling just ill over this whole thing, the Bills are 9-4. and four nine and four Pamadonna at Pamadonna Pamela says I couldn't allow myself to expect a win even though I know we definitely could win all I expected was a competitive game and that's what I got the D was lit but that was not our QB or offense today in the end they were stars forward and never gave up and that deserves respect and she's right Pam, Pam Pamela, I agree 100% I thought Literally, that's, that was the takeaway. I think as I was walking out of the stadium, I was walking back to the car with, with Dad, I, I said, you know, that game was somewhat encouraging because the defense played well, and I'll get into some of that too. The defense played well, but that was definitely not our offense. So you literally mimicked and echoed the words that I said, even though you never heard me say them, which is kind of cool. Slowest Buffalo in the herd. At slowest underscore Buffalo. <laughs> he just sent me the, uh, the gift that says, we're going to be all right. And he's right. You're right. I'm I'm right there with you, bro. We're going to be all right. Kevin McCann at Kevin McCann, 1982. Great game. Wishing uh, the Bills the best moving forward. A tough or yeah, tough two weeks ahead. Ravens flock. Oh, I'm sorry. This is so this is a first for me. So this is the first time that that an opposing team's fan actually tweeted at me, which is really sweet. Uh, So Kevin McCann at Kevin McCann, 1982 is a Ravens fan. Sorry, I should have prefaced that better. And he said, great game. Wishing the Bills the best moving forward. A tough two weeks ahead. And I don't know if he means a tough two weeks for us or a tough two weeks for them. uh, Because we both might have a tough two weeks ahead. So that was really cool. So that's Kevin McCann. Thank you, Kevin, for tweeting me. Eric Doche. At E-Doche. Doche. Doche, I'm probably not enunciating well enough. Eric Doche. Sorry. And if I ever messed up anybody's name, please let me know. Just tweet me in like, like a phonetical way of pronouncing your last names e-dosh 81 extremely disappointing but encouraging. See that's where we should live, right? That's where we should be today. Extremely diff- disappointing but encouraging. We will beat Pitt or New England to secure the playoff spot before week 17. Eric, I think you're on it. I think that uh we get to 10 it's over. So we get to 10. There's a lot of stuff that could have happened today and we could have clenched. and I think that that picture narrows next week. It like less needs to happen and I can't remember what exactly they were. But uh, we absolutely have the ability and should potentially clinch next week against the Steelers in prime time. My buddy, Jay Spence, the king. So this is uh, Spence and you guys all know Spence, but uh, this is at Jay Spence, the king, and he is a great follow. All these guys are great follows. Spence says to me, I feel good. Not happy about the loss, but I bet you Ravens fans will admit they they don't want to see us in the playoffs. Bro, you are on it. Um, from what I've experienced and what I've seen in football. And I think everybody that has watched football for a couple of years can say this as well. If the bills do find a way to meet the Ravens in the playoffs, it probably will be a different football game. So usually the winner come or the, the winner comes out of a game like that. When they have to like face the, t- the the team that they just beat again, they come out a little bit flatter and the team that lost usually has figured out areas that they need to improve upon to beat the team that beat them last time. So I agree. Uh, I love that. I love that. That the Ravens fans will admit they don't want to see us in the playoffs. This was the, this was the hardest game that they have played. One of the hardest games that they have played this year. And I can give you numbers to prove it in a minute. Joe Porter at super 12, Joe at super 12, Joe, Josh Allen was, this is, this is a, this is a great tweet. Listen to this. Josh Allen was one of 11 passing for 15 plus yards down, downfield one of 11. Oh, for 11 from outside the pocket, all under duress. Josh Allen did not have a good day today. He didn't have moments, a lot of moments where he can just rest. And when he did, he was getting hit blindside, fumbled, I think twice. One of, that wasn't in his tweet. I just added that. So one of 11, O of 11, one of 16 went under duress, blitzed 30 times and completed 29% of his attempts against it. Seven of 24, poor protection, drops and lack of weapons, all the cause of this. So this is a, this is a Josh Allen defense tweet I would add into this tweet that, and, Josh Allen just wasn't sharp today. And that's okay. Like, this is one of those takeaways where it's like, you know what? We got our butts kicked today, guys. We can be better. And you almost, y- y- the takeaway is you find the places you can execute better, you crumple it up and you throw it away because it's, I don't believe that this game is a definition of who this team was. Matthew Mack, at Flagus F-L-A-G-G-U-S. This is my buddy, Matt. I talk about them all the time on the show. In the end the Ravens were the better team. It's true and they are the better team. I don't think we, anybody would deny that. Their D-line won the day. Josh Allen was hit way too much. Still, Go Bills made a good showing of it. It's true. I don't I I didn't walk away as much as the first half was bad by this offense. I didn't walk away from this game for me like embarrassed, right? I didn't I'm not I'm not going into this week thinking to myself, "Oh man, I'm so I'm so afraid of what I'm going to see on Twitter." I'm so afraid what the national folks are going to say about us. Like, no, the, the Bills showed out today. They played well. They didn't, they didn't play good enough to win. The offense didn't, the offense played poorly, but as a team, as a whole, they played well. Janelle, Janelle Pappen uh, at J E Pappen, P A P I N 2. New England is totally beatable. We just found that out because Casey just beat him. And we will bounce back. There are a lot of positives from the game. Learn and grow. Learn and grow. Well said, Janelle. Sierra Levechi, I hope I pronounced that right, Sierra, at C-S-E-E-A-I-R-U-H-Y-O. I'm frustrated that the offense couldn't even be average in this game. That is frustrating, I agree. The defense had a stellar performance, but it will be overshadowed by a really poor outing by the Bills defense. And it did. So, it's true, that defense balled out. And, And I don't think so. I don't think that's true. I think that as we get national run, and as kind of the coverage for this game happens, I think that it is going to be widely... Uh, talked about that this defense shut down that that Ravens offense. Yes, they scored 24 points, but it was not easy going for them. And can we just talk about the fact for a minute that and and re- realize that they started with the ball on our side of the 50 a lot? Corey Bajorquez? We'll get there in a minute. A dog has no name, at Ryan is sweet. You guys probably see Ryan on all the time. So this dude's active on Twitter. I love him. Wasn't expecting a win today, but I had hope game was closer in the fourth. than I thought, thought it would be not a great game for, for uh, for 17 for Josh Allen. He needs to get better against the blitz on third down. That is the truth. <laughs> I will agree. I will second and third that not sure if he's not picking up on the hot route or if it's just, or if it just isn't there on Pittsburgh or onto Pittsburgh go bills. You know, I want, I'm probably going to talk about this at some point here soon. Um uh, I think it's actually my next little segment that I've gotten my notes, you know, there's something to be said for game planning, and there's something to be said for getting a hold of your quarterback and being like the blitz is coming, throw it fast, but we can talk about that in a second, so that's to your point, uh Ryan, just about the not sure if he's not picking up the hot route or if it just isn't there. it was there today, so there was many there was many occasions where the blitz was coming, and I scanned the field fast, and like in that first minute to two or minute, sorry, in that first you know second to three seconds, people were open quick it was when... It was when the plays were continuing to develop 10, 15 yards downfield that they were not open. So there were people open on hot routes today. They were there. The deep routes, the longer developing plays, no. Nobody was open. Jason uh, Machak, I can't pronounce it. At uh, Machaka, or at the Machaka, at T-H-E-M-A-C-H-A-C-A. We played sloppy and hung in with the best team in the league. I'm okay with it. Right there with you, bro. Ron Glover at Joco Buffalo, J O C O Buffalo. <laughs> I'm gonna have to like, I'm gonna have to like bleep myself here. Um, I'm still about to stroke the f out that coach has the effing challenge flag in his hand where Foster got raped on the call to the point that even the announcers were calling it out, and he sits on it and we punt. Effing sickening. This was a big point, Ron. This was a big moment, and as I was sitting there talking to my dad about it. Because um, my dad was like, jump ball doesn't matter, jump ball doesn't matter, and I was like, no, dad, he he can't climb through the back of the receiver, which was something that happened in the in the Thanksgiving in the in the Cowboys game on Thanksgiving, right? So we all learned that, like, and that's literally what happened. The defender climbed through the back of Robert Foster to knock the or to basically get to the ball, and we learned that you can't do that. So that was absolutely pass interference, absolutely. So I'm with you, dude. Um, I think uh, I think I think Sean McDermott has a little bit of. Um, apprehension when it, when it, as it pertains to throwing that flag because he has not been successful at all in his career doing it. So I've got a couple more for you, and then I'm almost done. Uh, Will, 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 at WSZAF. You can't win them all, right? Right? That's what he said. Hey, it came down to one set of downs to take the game to overtime against the best team in the league with the MVP frontrunner. And if I might add, uh, Will, with our offense basically playing the worst game I've seen in a long time in the first half. Um, where did I leave that off? Uh, With the MVP front runner at this point, I think we can keep up with any team, and it will be it will be on the the offense to play uh, to play better and score. I agree, hundred percent. Alphabet Soup, what a great name. At drowning uh, drowning pool eighty six, just basically said this is where I'm at because I sent out the the tweet. I sent out was just you know tell me where you guys are at. Um, He's cooking, and he said I'm gonna I'm about to eat my miseries away. I'm about to fill myself up with this good food. Is basically what he said, which is good. Ranting Ron, you guys pretty much all know who uh, Ranting Ron is. Uh, Ron's, a, Ron's a all over Twitter. Uh, good dude. Lamar Jackson was barely okay today. Very Tyrod esque, sixteen to twenty five for one hundred and forty five yards, half on one play, and eleven rushes for forty yards. Man, those stats, right? It's incredible. And then the last one for you, Eric the Strong at E Rock fifty four fifty four. I'm heartbroken. It felt like we were left, or it felt like we left one out there, uh, left one out there again. Eric, you might be right. You might absolutely be right. That is a game that we might look back on and say, man, we could have won that game. And every game is potentially winnable, right, if it if it comes down to execution of the little things in front of you, which this offense did not do today. Um, but yeah, I'm right there. So those are, the, those are the tweets you guys sent me. Thank you guys so much for sending me those tweets, just interacting me, with me. I love to hear and feel how you guys are feeling. Um, I love to see that people are pretty much in the same place that I'm at, like, Like I said, I'm not, I'm not happy, but I'm disappointed. But like the world isn't ending. You know, the sky isn't falling. The wheels didn't completely come off. We weren't exposed on national TV today, which is really, really cool. I'm just, I'm having a hard time getting there. I'm having a hard time. You know, it's not that I want to be upset. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just having a hard time being upset about it. Like it's easy for me to put this one behind us. And I don't, that's the easiest thing for me to say. When I, when I take into consideration, when I think about all the things, all the things I I, I understand. Okay. So if, if you are mad, if you are upset, if you're still carrying this around by the time you listen to this podcast, and you're frustrated and furious and, and angered at whatever it is that you're angry at. I, I, I get it. I understand why you can be angry. I understand why you can get there, why you can stay in that spot. You know, we're all Bills fans. We've all been there. Like, as much as like you know, the NFL and these teams probably wish that we were all grandma rose who's always happy and yay, Bills. Oh, Bills, it's okay, Bills. You guys are good. We love you, Bills. That's not the reality. Like, that's not where we live. I mean, we're all we're, we're fans with emotions and there's something about and I, I don't I don't want to I don't think that it's unique necessarily to Buffalo. Although I think we have a little bit of a bigger dose of it, like we wear the outcomes of these football games, not only on our sleeves, but on our hearts, we take this stuff personally. So like when when our team is embarrassed. Like on TV, we're embarrassed on TV. Like, we take it as, like, somehow somebody slighted us. So, like, not only did they beat us, but they kicked our, kicked our dad in the face and then called, you know, made a mama joke about our mom. So I get it. If you're frustrated, if you're upset still at the point that you've, you're listening to this show, I understand it. It's fine. I'm just having a hard time getting there. When I take into account, when I, when I survey everything that we've seen so far this year, what, even what I saw today. I just can't, I can't get there. I just, I'm having a hard time being upset. The Ravens are the best team, if not the best team, one of the best teams in the NFL. If we win this game, so if you're sitting there right now and you're upset and you're, sitting and you're, and you're like harboring these angers and I'm not, I'm not doing it for you because I'm not bringing the negativity and spewing like the vitriol that you need, I want you to think about it this way. If we beat the Ravens today, we would have shocked the world. So even if I start with that statement, so we're going to, it's 1230, Sunday afternoon, the game has not started yet, and we're just going to feed it into our mind. If we beat the Ravens today, we're going to shock the world. All of you would agree with me. If I had tweeted that at 1230 today, that if we beat the Ravens today, we will shock the world. Everybody everybody liked it, retweeted it. Yep, 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 you're right. Yep, yep, yep. So I don't understand how we come out of a football game where we lose. And we kind of tripped over ourselves and embarrassed ourselves a little bit. But we lost. We didn't lose in great fashion. It was an ugly win, right? The defense played incredibly lights out football, but we, the, the offense didn't. I don't know how you come out of that game and then be furious or, or infuriated. So if you are furious, I'm sorry. I'm just having a hard time getting there. And that's okay because you live in your space and you do you and I'll live in my space and I'll do me. The defense was unbelievable. I'm going to hit that in a minute because the defense is the other thing, the last thing that I'm overreacting to. I'm going to get there in literally just a couple minutes. Teams play bad games. Joe, Joe, why, why can't you be mad? If that's what you're asking yourself, as I say, I'm having a hard time getting there. Joe, why can't you be mad? Why can't you be like the rest of us and be pissed off? Number one, I already told you, it's the Ravens. They're the best team in the world or in the, in the country right now. One of the best teams, if, if not the best team, one of the best teams. Or however you say that, one of the best teams, if not the best team. In my mind, I know that if we beat that team, we shock the world. That's reason number one. Number, reason number two, the defense was stellar. I'm going to give you all the ways that that defense was stellar. Be patient. Reason number three, teams play bad games. It happens. Every team plays a bad game. If not two, if not three, all of them play bad games. The offense today was bad. They played a bad game. And the reason that I'm okay with that, the reason that I'm okay with the offense playing a bad game is after everything that I've seen so far this year and some of last year. The Buffalo Bills are 9 and 3. We're 9 and 3. They're now 9 and 4. Automatically, they've got rope for me. I'm giving them I'm giving them a lo- giving them a longer leash. You know what? You're 9 and 3. It's okay if you have a bad game. Because I don't live in a space that some fans live in where they have to be 16 and 0 or the whole season was a failure. 16 and 0 Josh Allen has to have a perfect passer rating throw for 350 yards four touchdowns every game never throw an interception Devin Sing- Singletary has to rush for 125 yard- yards every game and the defense has to have like 17 sacks and give up like 100 yards and zero points like that's some some people's view of football that's like fandom like that's that that's the only way I'll ever be happy <laughs> I don't I don't live in that space there's a there's a corner of reality that I try to live in and that's just literally the way that I live my life too I'm very pragmatic I'm very practical Um, I'm a problem solver. I'm a critical thinker. And for me, I I like to play devil's advocate and see all angles and all sides of things. So, you know, all that to just basically say everything that I've seen this year puts me in a position in a situation where I've got grace. I'm like, yeah, you know what? You played a bad game. Just throw this one away. Let's see you next week. Don't do that again. You do that again next week against the Steelers. We're going to have to have a talk. And we had one of those talks, right? We had one of those talks a couple, couple weeks ago. Like when I was furious after the Browns game. Like, okay, it's time to stop talking about talking. It's time to start showing us that you're talking. like And you're having like adjustments and keeping people, people accountable. That's not where, where we are. They came out of that Browns game and they put three wins together. Solid wins. Changed things. Fixed things. I'm confident that they can fix whatever's broken right now. Not that anything's even broken. They just didn't play well. Another thing that I've seen is just this team is chock full. Loaded, if you will, with young, talented, up-and-coming stars who are not only good, but are getting better. Not only good, but are getting better. For me, it's easy. It's th- those are the reasons. But I am overreacting to a couple things. I am absolutely overreacting to a couple things and a couple of those things we have talked about in the past and I'm almost done. So I'm wrapping up. The first thing I'm overreacting to is the wide wide receiver separation. We do not, this has been a problem for this team for more than two or three games this season where the wide receivers just cannot get separation. Cole Beasley leads our team in like average separation in yards, um, which makes you wonder why Cole isn't getting 15 targets a game because he should be, Uh, but he's not regardless. They're you're taken back to the Brady the, the funny Brady video last week where he's on the bench yelling at his guys, you know, come on, come on, we, you know, we got to get separation. We got to be faster. We got to be stronger. We got to want it more. Like that's the same conversation. Josh Allen needs to be having with his wide receivers on the sideline. Cause they're, they are not consistently not getting coverage. You know, there's a narrative out there. there there's been comments or there's been uh, reports that like, Defenses are playing man coverage against Josh Allen because he's quote-unquote not good against man coverage. I think that's bunk. Again, I'm not a professional. I'm not an expert at this, but I think that's bunk. I think the reason defenses are playing man coverage against us is because our guys can't get separation. So it's not a Josh Allen thing. It's a you guys running down the field thing. They can't get separation. So this wide receiver group has to get better. Or we have to begin to scheme ways to make them better. And there's funny because it's funny because there's times where there's pockets of like not genius, but it's like, holy crap, that worked really well. That guy was wide open like it happens. So whether or not it's it's not it's definitely not one guy every every play like there's many plays where there's nobody open. And then sometimes I'm sure there's a play where like one guy's open and Josh misses him or doesn't see him. But by and large, they just got to be better. They got to be better. Like I'm. That's just where I'm at with this. If if I'm overreacting to something, that's it. Like this is a problem that we're going to have for the rest of the season unless they find a way to fix it. Second thing I'm overreacting to is holy crap! How good is this defense? How good is this defense? Are you kidding me right now? So let me read you. uh, I want to find my stuff that I was looking at. Let me let me just read you some stats, okay? So these are, my, these are my game notes from Friday, from Friday's show, regarding Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Because the Buffalo Bills absolutely made Lamar Jackson look human today. Made him look human today. These are my notes from Friday's game. Lamar Jackson has 322 pass attempts, but 140 rushes for 977 yards. Josh Allen has only rushed 93 times. So coming into this game, Lamar rushed, had rushed almost 50 times more than Josh Allen, and he has 500 more yards. Listen to this. The Ravens rushing attempts, 445 so far coming into this game, 445 for 2,494 yards. To get a comparative... The Bills rushed so far this season coming into this, into this game 361 times for only 1,655 uh, yards, and the Bills are considered a good rushing team. That difference is huge. And then you throw on top of that Lamar Jackson completing almost 70% of his balls, 70% of his passes. Now listen to this, what happened today. Lamar Jackson today was 16 of 25, which is right around that sixteen 60% range. He only had 145 yards, though. Lamar Jackson had a couple nice throws today, but he was by no means stellar. There was no point where I was like, oh, MVP. Like there was no point today where I'm like looking at Lamar. I went into this game expecting to see a sight, a spectacle. I went into this game expecting to see Lamar Jackson versus Josh Allen. And the two of them are trying to take over this game with their athleticism, their feet, their legs, their arm. And one of the two of them is going to win when they're both willing themselves to win, right? If that made any sense, like they're both balling out. There was nothing that I saw in Lamar Jackson. There was several balls that Josh Allen threw that were way better. The best ball that I saw Lamar Jackson throw today was the ball to Hayden Hurst. And that that was a blown up, that was a missed assignment. Jordan Poyer was looking in the backfield and was like leaning forward or stepping forward when the dude ran by him. That was his best throw all day. And it wasn't a super great, deep, long throw. He just, he found the mistake and hit him and hit him in stride. It was great. And then nobody could catch that guy. Nobody could, none of our defensive backs could catch <laughs> a gigantic tight end running down the field. They ran the stat of who the fastest players were in the game so far. Hayden Hurst was number one over Lamar Jackson. Like Hayden Hurst ran, ran for like 20 miles, 20 and a half miles an hour. It was crazy. Lamar Jackson was human today. He didn't look MVP ish to me. In Like, at all. So kudos to the defense. And I'm not done giving you stats. Rushing today. I just told you about the the Ravens rushing. The Ravens today had 15, 26, 30, 33 attempts. They amassed 118 yards. Lamar Jackson rushed 11 times for only 40 yards. They didn't have a rushing touchdown today. This defense... This defense is good. If there's something I'm overreacting to, it's this defense. And the reason that I'm overreacting to it is because this defense is so good that if they can continue to find some way to put some semblance of an offense on this field, this team is going to win football games in January. So don't do what we did today on offense. Find something that works. Score 15, 17 points or 20 points. And this defense is going to get us. We can, win, we can win a playoff game because of this defense. Unbelievable. One bad play today. All day, one bad play. It was, it, was, it was a thing to watch. That defense is worth watching. Again, like if you recorded that game, go back and watch it for that defense. The last thing I'm overreacting to, and we've talked about this before, Corey Borges, I'm sorry. I, just, I, I, I tweeted out there You know the, the crying Terrell Owens gif, and I, it didn't have the words in it, so I just put above it, that's my punter. And like, but those aren't happy tears. That's or, or I'm defending him tears. That's like, my God, that's my putter punter. I got beat up and, and, and like know-it-all into a corner this week, this last week about Corey Bohorquez. And what I mean by that is like somebody else trying to tell me, no, no, no. He's really good. You're just not paying attention to the stats. You're reading the stats wrong. No, I'm not reading the stats wrong. Corey Bohorquez leads the league in touchbacks bad. And he leads the league or in uh lowest net yards per punt. And it's like, well, that's because he's kicking on short fields. Uh, really? Because he kicked a whole bunch today from his own 20, and he kicked the ball 25 or 30 yards every time. Corey Bohorquez is bad, and today he hurt us. He hurt us today. And I said that. I've said that several times on this show. I put it out there on Twitter as well. that you, you might be okay because Corey Bohorquez is a bad punter, and he's not hurt us so far. And he's had legit, I'll agree, he had one good game. He had a good game, and I don't remember if it was a Broncos game or if it was a game... Uh, on Thanksgiving he had he had he had a single good game where he kicked and kicked it inside the 10 or inside the 15 a bunch of times so like the dude's been on the team for two years he was hurt most of last year but he's been on the field this year every game he's had one game where he played well but I have put out there on Twitter that he's gonna hurt us and today he hurt us the Ravens played with a short field almost every single drive and they were almost guaranteed there was only one punt The the one punt he boomed, his first one, went into the end zone at about 100 miles an hour after it hit the ground. We evaluate all players every single week in every position. We evaluate it. No, you're not. You don't evaluate the punter. You had the balls to put a claim in on the McLaughlin kid for the kicker because Houshka's not playing well. Thank God Houshka kind of turned it around today. What is it with Corey Bohorkas? You're telling me there's not another punter out there? I'm not buying it. I'm just not buying it. And the kid hurt us today. He hurt us. So, with all of that being said, I'm going to wrap this thing up. This is my overall feeling coming away from this game. And it's a good feeling. I'm encouraged by what I saw today, by this defense. I'm encouraged by some of the stuff I saw late in the game, by this offense. I'm, I'm encouraged by what I see in the future. This team, we've talked about it all year. What were, what were your expectations? What were your expectations coming into this season? What were your expectations coming into this game? I didn't have an expectation that we were going to win this game. My expectations for the season were 9-7. and seven. Well, guess what? We're already at nine wins. This team still is, in my opinion, a year away. I'm going to say that again for the slow kid in the back this team is still a year away. So if you break that down, that this team is still a year away, if the Bills make the playoffs, that's really good because we should be better next year. If the Bills still being a year away, make the playoffs and win a game, surprise us, that's really good because we're a year away. If the Bills make the playoffs and win two games, that's really good because we're still a year away from being what I would consider a complete football team. And I'm going to say it because this defense is that good. If the bills make the playoffs and make it to the super bowl, and I'm not going to have some sort of a prediction about what's going to happen there. That is incredible because this team is still, in my opinion, a year away. Right? Right? Man. This has been a fun year. And we have three games left. Plus, hopefully, fingers, toes, and everything crossed. A playoff game. Four games left at least. we got the Steelers coming in next week. Or I should say we're going to Pittsburgh next week. Prime time. Flexed into prime time. They better start working on the blitz pickup. Because that's one thing the Steelers do well. I think they're number six in blitz defense. They better work on the short, quick passing game and teaching Josh what a hot read is and how to get the ball fat out fast, so that he'll, so they'll stop blitzing him. And we need to do something about Duck Hodges, the darling, the current, the the garden the new Gardner Minshew, the new Kyle Allen, the new brand the new Danny Dimes. Like, all of a sudden, Duck Hodges is the guy. Like, can we just wait three weeks, four weeks until the dude fizzles out like all of them have? Gardner Minshew. Every name that you've heard this year, Duck, Dodge, Duck, Duck Hodges is now that guy. Like, everybody's like, oh my God, Duck Hodges. Oh my God, he's so precise. He's so amazing. Really? Because that's what you said about all the others too. And all the others were literally six weeks ago. All they got to do is play defense against this kid and confuse him a little bit. He's young and he's new at this, like, he's just, this is what quarterbacks seem to do in the NFL, they come in, they're thrown to the Wolves, they play well, they play well for a couple games, and all of a sudden, guess what, they're not playing well anymore, and then they get benched, right? That's all I got for you guys. What a season it has been, it was a good game today, I wished and hoped for a better outcome, but I am not, like I said, upset or furious, I hope that you aren't either. Pack it away, we're on to Pittsburgh, we are officially, as of right now, We are on to Pittsburgh. So start putting your focus and putting your attention there. Don't get baited into any ridiculous conversations. And for goodness sakes, don't be a jerk and bait people into ridiculous conversations this week on Twitter. I love you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. This has been an Overreaction Sunday on the Overreaction Sports Podcast. You guys are awesome. Thank you guys for the 16 tweets back to me, the 16 mentions. Um, It's really cool just to see this thing kind of take off and kind of get some momentum and, and really continue to grow in listenership and interaction on social media. So thank you guys for that. Um, again, if, if, if you know somebody that's looking for a good podcast, please feel free to either shout me out or mention me or tweet me or let them know at work. Um, I would just love any type of, uh, you know, an endorsement from any of, any of you guys that are listening. Um, I do appreciate you guys. I love you guys. I can't wait to talk to you on Friday. In the meantime, as always go bills.